Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. waiting for you <laughs> i know hey i uh reset my cookies on the browser so mike wasn't muted right off the bat oh it still was on my end but not as not as much as normal yeah i don't know what the deal is it's stupid computers are dumb yep gotta love apple Piece of trash. <laughs> how you doing man i'm good you oh not doing too bad i've been in the water in like two weeks so i'm like Feening. Yeah, I went. Ah, I had a whole full weekend full of fishing. So yeah, I was about to say you went. Friday. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got off Friday. Went to the river. Uh, went Saturday. Went Sunday. And I had pretty good days all three days. So it was pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean they definitely definitely were biting. Um, the big ones were at least. Yeah, but say you weren't getting really numbers, but you were getting really good quality or quantity. Yeah. No yep. quality. Yeah. So let's see. Friday. Um I I was throwing the jackhammer all weekend because the river was muddy again. Like mm-hmm. six inch, six, eight inch vis- visibility. And uh threw the jackhammer. They were literally right up on the bank in inches of water again. So I don't know. Excuse me. I don't know if they're like still spawning. Or they're just up there just because the water is muddy. Uh, I mean, it could be a couple of different things. It wouldn't surprise me if they were still spawning, though, because we had those cold fronts come in. Every time we got a couple of days of warmth, the cold front came in and zapped the river if it's temp. So yeah. it might have finally, it kind of could have been just a late spawn. And that area of the river, they could have been spawning then. You know, it's yeah. they're not all going to spawn at the same time. Yeah, that's true. But I ended up on the very first cast, I caught a stupid channel cat on the jackhammer <laughs> i was like great might as well just go home now because first cast curse i'm not gonna catch anything else but as i just, day, I just day love on, that you catch catch catfish all the time on jackhammers and spinner baits and stuff you shouldn't catch catfish on like the net rig when you, catch, when you catch catfish on the net rig it makes sense you're on you got a bait bounced on the bottom that's literally where they sit anyway yeah. so i can see that but when you get like they hammer a chatterbait yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> like, I throw joshies. I've caught them on Kitex. I've caught them on spinnerbait, chatterbait, crankbaits. It, I don't know, dude. It's weird. I catch so many stupid catfish when I'm fishing. <laughs> it drives me nuts. Well, yeah. But the first cast curse was 
it it didn't get me. I ended up catching a couple more fish, but the biggest smallmouth I caught was 19 and a half. That's still a really good fish, though. Heck yeah. I'm pumped for it. Okay, I thought you were like no upset that you caught a 19 and a half i was like i oh. would be like man that's that's a that's a that's a really good fish like, yeah so. i caught a 19 and a half and a 17 i'm like heck yeah that that makes the trip worth it but then uh well, yeah that's money yeah saturday um saturday was tough fishing i went to a spot that me you and justin hit quite a bit last year and uh Within the first 15 minutes, I, I lost the fish on the chatterbait. I don't, they were coming up and smacking it right at the kayak. So G, I got, did, you go, did you go to the G spot? I did. The GC spot? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was thinking about going there uh, Tuesday. I couldn't go. Why couldn't I go Tuesday? Oh, I'll be honest. So here's the 1990s and 2000s kid in me. So I have a PS5. I play MLB The Show. It's like the only game I play. But I also have a Switch, and I bought a Switch for one reason. Zelda. That's it. Lame. So the new Zelda... Yeah, shut up. The new Zelda game came out, and I've been playing the crap out of that. I haven't even, like, started the story. I'm just getting my dude as, like... Well, the same thing I did in Skyrim. I get my yeah. guy as, like, as leveled up as I can. Yep. So then I start the story, and it's like, this is the worst b- boss ever. And then you just kill him in, like, two swings. It's great. Yeah. So... <laughs> so yeah that's why i didn't go out man i i i I went out and i was like you know it's a good day i'm gonna go and then i played and i was like all right i'm getting ready to go and then i mowed my lawn and i was like yeah i'm not going i'm tired so (laughs) yeah it's whatever but uh that that day i lost i lost the very first fish within the first 15 minutes and then i went like three hours without catching a stupid fish it was it was crazy um but I, I caught like two fish out of the whole six hours I was out there. I ran into uh, Chris and Destiny out there too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know they they fish that bit. area pretty good. Were they yeah. bank fishing or were they on the actual water? Yeah, they were bank fishing. He he hasn't been on his kayak in a while. He he got scared when his buddy flipped. Well, his buddy flipped. So here's, so Chris, when they first got kayaks, they came when I worked at Gander in the fishing department. They came. I actually Destiny has my old boat the Minn Kota set up on the big fish mm-hmm. and then they came to the store and they, he bought a big fish and I mean, they're super, super stable kayaks, but he, he's just afraid to like flip. Yeah. And, uh, he was, he was on a, uh, I don't know if it was a reservoir. I think it was. And he went out there and it was like 44 foot deep yep. and it was like crystal blue. And he's like, dude, I, you could see like halfway down. And he's like, man, I just scared me to death. And he hasn't really got on it since his buddy flipped because he's afraid yeah. to flip. I was like, dude, I promise on that boat, you're going to have to really try to flip to flip it. And he's like, yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm just not about it. So Yeah, he, he told me that story when we were there. I know what where he was at. Yep. So, But uh, after that, I went down to the next bridge downstream from where I put in. That spot freaking whoops me. Every time I go there, I hook into a big fish every time I go, and I lose it. So I hooked into another big fish right off of this freaking bridge. And I fight the thing. He jumps straight up in the air and comes out. I'm, oh, dude, I'm about like, I'm almost 100% sure it's the same fish that I lost back in uh, November. Like it it was a big fish. It could have been a 20 inch fish. Oh, man. Well, see, here's the joy about us having the new ports now, because that spot is usually like our. We get off work, we go there because it's easy to put in. We have a good stretch we can fish when we were paddling. Mm-hmm. And we, we can cover a good amount of area and not, like, kill ourselves and get two or three hours in a fishing. Now, with the Newports, we can meet there, drop in, go a mile or two down, yeah. fish whatever we want, and then motor back up right when it's getting dark. Like, yeah. we have so much more room to fish that now. So I think we should just fish that a couple times during the week after work and uh, make that spot no longer your nemesis. Yeah. It was a, that's exactly what I did too. I motored down and the motor back up and it was, the water was up high enough to where like those riffles downstream, like I wasn't hitting at all. I just plowed right through with the motor. Like the ones right after we put in? Yeah. Oh, wow. Cause usually those are getting out and either, especially when we're coming back up is getting out and pulling through. Yeah. yeah I didn't have to. I just motored right through it. <laughs> 
Well, and when we fished that a lot last year, we never, we never really fished it when it was up. I think we, we did two or three. I did times, a couple the, times. Yeah. Say the majority of the time it was always real low, but the two yeah. or three times we fished it when it was up, I mean, it was on fire. I mm-hmm. lost that one fish up two riffles up. That mm-hmm. was like every 18 or 19. And then I caught a couple 18s through there. I mean, that when it's up, that, that stretch is great. As long as it's not too far and like you're going to die. Getting yeah. But yeah, yeah we're uh, have to, have to I did. It. I did end up going upstream too, though. And didn't catch anything up there, but I motored through those riffles too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause those are two more pull throughs. Yeah. Like a, and they're sketchy pull throughs. That's when that was the time when I fell got sucked into the riffle my boat went over top of me the p127 and mm-hmm. brad didn't even know i was gone for a solid 10 seconds under the water getting murdered <laughs> yeah i forgot about that <laughs> i ended that trip with an 18 and the 17 so that was cool how do you do on sunday uh sunday was another 18 inch and a 17 inch I got, I got more bites that day so i was thinking they were in pre or post spawn now so i threw the uh g uh what is that called geeka rig yeah the geeka yeah kamagatsu or, or geeka rig. yeah, yeah whatever however rig you pronounce it yeah something i ended up throwing that and i put a uh z-man turbo crawl on it caught a couple fish lost a fish um threw the jackhammer a little bit caught an 18 yeah it was it was a good day well dope well yeah it's season, man. So we're going to start getting into it a lot more. Um, everyone out there, before we even start, shout out to sponsor Dark Horse Tackle. Use the code. I'm waiting for it to scroll by because I still don't remember it yet. Because we final just cast the code. five off five final cast five off um, to get five percent off your first box of the subscription of the Weekender box, which is a great box. We do a show every month. Definitely go back and look at those because it pays for itself super quick. Um, and, or not 5%, and it's not $5, it's $6. We did the math wrong. So it's $6 off your first monthly subscription box. Hey, I'm just I'm just saying what he told me. So Yeah, he said that. He said he did the math wrong. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I was five, gonna, six, same thing. Yeah, I was going to throw in, um, so they do Instagram live videos after the boxes release every month. I watched it last night. Uh they have golden tickets in your weekend warrior boxes. If you get a golden ticket, you get put into a raffle. I think there's like three of them. So, and then they, on the live, they pick out who wins the, and the guy that gets picked for the first golden ticket winner wins like a sweet, like big swim bait. So this month they had the uh, river city glide bait. Yes. Which I have a couple of those fantastic baits. Um, The little bastard B A S S T. It's a great bait. Uh, it glides awesome. It's it's what it's five inches. I want to say it's five inches, and it attracts small fish, big fish. I mean, Ryan Dahl is one of the best examples because he catches fish on it left and right. Fantastic bait. Um, I've got a couple largies on it at a couple little spots that we go to, and it is a great drawler and a great biter. So they do that stuff every month with the golden ticket. It's, it's kind of cool because you're not only getting good baits like we get every month, but you have the option or the ability to get that golden ticket and then get something even better. You know what I, mean? I know so, it makes me jealous. Cause I, we, we can't get the golden ticket. I'm like, I want a golden ticket. I know it's dumb. <laughs> I was thinking that the other day I was like, I want that really bad. I know. Some of those big swim baits, they like give away are sweet. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're definitely sick. But, um, Josh is interested in the Raymarine uh, Dragonfly 7 that I have. That I was gonna oh, get there you rid go. Of. So I was going to be like, hey, dude, you want to make a trade? Give me some of those glide baits and I'll give you the fish finder. I mean, that would be a good trade because you need you get two glide baits or you can get like a really nice big glide bait. Yeah. Because they go, remember, they go for a decent bit. So yeah. those little bastards are 69 bucks a pop. So Jeez, that's crazy. Yep. So two baits, you owe him money. <laughs> yep. Oh, but, we'll see. Yeah. But so this week on the show, we're going to do a little fun show. It's more of a, would you rather when it comes to fishing? So me and Brad, we thought of this idea. Um, 
we've got some things coming down the pipe and we need a little filler show. So we thought of this idea and Brad was like, let's do a would you rather show. I was like, all right, but only if we don't think about it until we're doing the show. So we're going to make these up like on the spot. So they're going to be probably some stupid ones, some good ones. And if you're listening to the show, when it posts out on Instagram, tell us, answer some of these questions in the comments, because I want to know what everybody's thinking. But Brad, start us off. That's a good, that's a good idea. The comment yep. thing, I didn't even think about that. Dude, so, oh, man. Like, I literally texted you like an hour and a half ago. Like, I didn't think of any questions. I was busy at work. You're like, well, that's, that's what, okay. I, we'll that's, make them up. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that's what it, it's better that way. So I'll start. So would you rather, I'll make it easy. Would you rather throw a Ned rig for the whole season or throw a tube the whole season? That's the only two baits you can pick. You can pick one or the other. Whatever gear you want, you can pick whatever rod, but you have to throw a tube only or a Ned rig only. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, I'm just going to go Ned Rig because I basically have done that before. That was like my go-to like four years ago. That was my go-to last season. That Well, Jig. Jig was my go-to last season. Yeah. But when they weren't biting the jig, I was throwing a Ned Rig. And you people that hate on people for throwing the Ned Rig, you guys need to shut up. You're stupid. I agree. I mean, it's true. Like, so you're going to knock like one of the best in my opinion, one of the best baits out there. I guarantee if we go down the same stretch of the river and I'm throwing a Ned rig and you're throwing a crankbait or something moving or a jackhammer or spinnerbait, I'm going to catch more fish than you. And I'll probably catch better quality fish than you. Dude, i tell you what, the Ned rig catches big fish in the river. It catches small fish too, but like I've caught big fish on it. Well, yeah, I mean, I've caught more big fish on smaller baits than I have on big baits. Yeah. Like, all my swim bait fish, I mean, I've got some good size ones, like especially down south. I've caught a couple sixes and sevens on swim baits, but I could catch those same fish on a Ned rig or a, a micro finesse jig and all that. I wouldn't have any issue doing it. Yeah. That's, I like, I like jig fishing, man. Like I was trying to force a jig bite this past weekend because I was like, I want to catch one on the jig. They didn't want it. Dude, it's the best bite you can get on, man. It is yeah. the best bite. Jig bites, I don't know what about it. Like swim bait bites are really fun if you can actually find one where it's consistent and you're catching multiple fish on swim baits. But a jig bite, man, because you're A, you're throwing it in the nastiest cover ever. So you know if you catch a fish in there, the fight's so much better because it's darting in between twigs and logs and rocks and crap. And it's just nine times out of ten when they hit that jig, it's either that real soft pickup and you're like, you barely notice it's there and your excitement's piling up through the roof and you're getting ready to set the hook or they just slam it so hard you forgot what your name was and they set, the, set hook the hook for you yep <laughs> you don't even have to do anything because they hit it so hard that the hook went through their bony part of the top mouth that's what's nice about the jig masters uh light wire jigs man you don't really like if, if you got a sucky hook set you're still gonna catch a fish Oh, so much forgiveness on them yeah. i mean they just they they just pop right through without any issue and they help you pin um 
Yeah. So yeah, Jake bites are great. All right, what's up? You're up. Uh, did, did, you didn't answer your own question, or are you not? Gonna oh yeah, uh, Nedrig. It's a Nedrig. I don't get me wrong. I like tubes. I just I don't know why I have very little confidence in a tube, and it's mostly because I haven't I don't throw it a whole lot anymore. Yeah. So my confidence level with tubes have kind of gone. And yeah, I would just throw a Nedrig because I did that last year. That was my, if fish aren't biting, if I'm going down the stretch and I'm not getting any bites, I throw a Nedrig out there, get the first bite out of the way, and then I, you know, move on. It's super confidence for me. Yeah. I used to do that when I did tournaments. I would catch my limit with a Nedrig and then I'd upgrade yep. to something. I don't know. Yep. I Unless I was fishing in grass. Well, yeah. I mean, I would do the same thing, especially I would, you know, you have a, a well, at least for me, I'd pre-fish something let's say they're biting a chatterbait or whatever. I'd go out there. If they don't, it's immediately throw the Ned rig, get my five fish and then just upgrade the five fish and call it a day. Yeah. Yep. Sounds about right. Um, all right. So I thought I did think of this one a little bit before we started. Who would you rather fish with Matt Robertson or Seth fighter? Oh man. That's a uh... tough one. Like, I don't know what I would answer. Uh, I don't know, dude. I'd probably fish with Robinson. It'd be a lot more entertaining. It would. That dude's like hilarious. half the time, like I just feel like at any moment he could just jump in the lake and just chill, just be but, floating there. Well, the thing is, like either one you go with, you're going to catch fish with either one. Like, oh yeah, Matt Robertson puts up mega bags of largemouth. Seth Fighter oh. catches the big smallmouth. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I can see you want to go with fighter a lot more, but at the same time, anyone on the Bassmasters, like the actual of the elites, you can go out with any of them. You're going to catch fish. Yeah. These dudes are like personal freaking fish finders. But, oh, no, dude, I think fishing with Robinson would just be the bee's knees. It'd be fun just going <laughs> out there and just seeing whatever weird crap he's going to be doing. <laughs> he posted an Instagram video where he he lost his glasses in the lake like shallow, like four feet deep. He got down to his whitey tighties. He jumped in the lake and went snorkeling for him and got his glasses. I'm telling you, dude, like that. I would just knock stuff off the boat just to see what he'd do. <laughs> they were like, dang old man. What are you doing that for? <laughs> it just goes in, man. That would be awesome. That, I mean, I, that would be so sick. Now, this so everyone out there, this episode is just gonna be full of rabbit holes because it's just a filler episode where we're just kind of chilling and talking. Um, we don't really have any type of guide or roadway or path or thought of this show. This is just we're kind of just cutting up. We did one of these shows back in January and we had a lot of fun, so we're doing it again. Um, I don't know, it would just be cool to go out with one of those guys. Like, I've done a couple FLW as a, as a, a co angler. And some of the guys I was with, you know, they knew a lot, but with an elite, dude, that would be sick. Go yeah. out there, how much you could learn. Like, hey, why are you throwing that here? Now, Robinson's really like, I don't know, man, just go to catch fish right here. But, <laughs> you know, most people would probably have like a logical reason why. You know what I mean? It would just be cool to learn that stuff. Yeah, it would be cool. I, I'll, I'd probably want to fish with him too. Like, fighter would be awesome, but Matt would be funny. Like, I'd probably be cracking up the whole time. And, <laughs> I want to try his uh, ugly stick carbon rods. <laughs> That's one thing, dude. I just don't like, I'm not going to talk crap because again, he puts up mega bags. I just can't. I mean, I sold them. They didn't feel bad. I just, I don't know, man. It's that stigmatism of ugly stick. Yeah. <laughs> of just poo. Dude, they, they do. They feel good, but man, they're heavy. They are. Those carbon sticks are, but they do feel good. Like, that's the thing about them. They feel like a, a, they like feel a quality rod, but it's an ugly stick. I expect it. I expect to be able to, like, go back to the 1900s and beat my wife with them if I wanted to. And Slam they not your break. car door 50 times and still not break. Like, I expect my car door to break before the rod does. Like, it's it's yeah. an ugly stick. That's, that's literally why you get, that's why my nieces and nephews, my dad, everyone who doesn't fish regularly has an ugly stick. You know why? Because they can't break it. Yeah. So, but I don't know, man. They are they are heavy. That is the negative with them. Yep. I feel like you're holding a stick. But all right. So, would you rather 
Let's think. Let's think of one that's off the wall. <laughs> oh, man. I can't think of any really crazy off the wall ones. Okay. Would you rather fish for musky? Or would you rather go chase musky, the one, uh, one in 10,000 fish, and you can't stop chasing musky until you catch a tiger musky that's 32 inches or more? Or would you rather go out west and try to fly fish for trout and you can't stop fishing till you get a state record trout in a western state? Oh, geez. This is easy. What's I'm, going with, I'm going with the muskie 100%. Man, it's uh, the tiger muskie. It's a 1 in 10,000 catch. I know, but... Like, there's guys who fish for muskie their whole lives and never catch one. You could be fishing forever for just musky. Never allowed to touch a smallmouth again. That's true. I have caught a musky though. So you've caught a musky, but not a tiger musky. I'm gonna try to pull up the picture of the musky that I. Uh... Oh come on! Oh, we get to we get to see you were in your uh, old pelican, weren't you? Uh, no perception access eleven. Perception, yeah. Yeah, pretty pretty lame kayak at Caesar's Creek. Yep. Uh, crap. I uh, this is stupid. I hate computers. But yeah, what what about you, dude? I want to go after some trout, and here's my reasoning. I feel like I have a better chance to catch a, a state record trout than I do of catching a tiger muskie before I die. Like if all I do is just go out and fly fish for trout, and I wouldn't even fly fish. I would just take a spinning rod with a rooster tail out and just throw it cast 4,000 times a day until yeah. I caught one. So that that muskie that I caught was on a medium light villain rod and a <laughs> uh, quarter ounce rooster tail. Dude, everyone likes to talk crap about the rooster tails. The rooster tail has been doing work since 1904. <laughs> it's probably... <laughs> Probably longer than that. I mean, probably. I mean, guys probably used to take like old lead bullets and put a like piece of wire on it with a feather from a bald eagle. Yeah. And they throw it out there and catch fish like nonstop. But I mean, right. it's hard to beat a rooster tail. It will catch everything. It, oh, man, they're awesome. I used to throw one all the time when I first started fishing the river. That was one of my. And you probably did. You probably did all right. Which reminds me. Uh, catfish. I've caught catfish on the rooster tail. <laughs> You've caught catfish on everything, man. I know. That was a little my me too back when I used to wade fish it. Ah, here it is. Facebook Which, sucks. I agree. But that's one thing we need to do this year when you go down the little Miami. I know it's got a bunch of small fish, but we need to go down it just so we can uh, kind of get some new scenery. Yeah. All right. Finally, here it is. There's the one and only muskie I've ever caught. It's such a cool looking fish, man. He was a 32 incher. There you go. So you had to get that size in a tiger muskie. Literally a fish that can never reproduce. And once it dies, it's gone. That's crazy, man. But yeah, th this story was funny. Me and my buddy were probably eight to 10 feet apart. And uh, I was throwing the rooster tail. I was reeling it up, and right before I pulled it out of the water, that thing smashed it. Splashed my buddy, got him soaked wet, soaking wet, and he was like, dude, that scared the crap out of me. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> me too. It was literally right in between us. So now, crazy. Dude, that, that reminds me, me and Justin did a river float like two years ago, and we were uh, over at uh, TV, and you know what I'm talking about, by the, sh the shake house. And uh, he was throwing, what was he throwing? I think he was doing like a bitsy, a bitsy tube or something, like something super small. Yeah. And he was re reeling it back up and it was out of the water and a pike came out of nowhere and smashed it. And he caught a pike. Literally, I watched its head come out of the water and I was like, oh my God. Like, as I watched it happen, dude, it was so crazy. Those fish are so aggressive. Like we talk about smallies being aggressive. Dude, pike and muskie are different animals. Yeah, and there's well, there's pike, of course, in our river, but there's also ugh, also musky popping up in the river too now. 
I know. So they've always been the little Miami because obviously that feeds Caesars Creek and they go yeah. up that and spawn and everything. I've seen one. Um, I think I remember I might have told you that stretch we did when I lost my second catch board because I'm an idiot. Yeah. And all the livery people were going by. I was down by where we had gotten out to take those pictures and I was I had my anchor out and I was just sitting there and I saw a huge muskie. Granted, it was in the water, so it could have been a little out of proportion, but it was a good sized muskie just sitting there swimming. Huh. To the point where I thought, like, I wonder if I can grab its tail. But I was afraid it's going to, like, jump around and bite me or something. Oh, so I didn't. Yeah, that would suck because muskies' mouths are terrible. Um, but, dude, it's so cool. And they're just cool-looking fish. I don't know. They're, they're dope. They are sweet. I, and we, we know where they are. I mean, it's just getting one to bite. It's the allure of smallmouth, man. I don't want to go take a day to not get bit and chase muskie where I can just I go to the river and catch fish. I know. It's, uh, All right, what do you got for me? Oh, dude, crap! I'm on the spot. You are. Do, 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 do. Would Would you rather fish out of a pelican catch 100 kayak for the rest of your life? No. Or. Would you rather wade fish for one hour a day? I'll wade fish all day long. <laughs> Just for one hour a day, though. Oh, that's all I could fish, like, period, forever? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just like you had to fish, wade fish for an hour, and then you can do whatever you wanted. Oh, dude. Um I'd have to pick the pelican because I'd like ha- I could only go to like waist deep water the rest of my life, like and half for the just spots. One hour. And yeah, and half the spots we go to take would take more than an hour just to walk there. Yeah, because you, there's no like bank access. Man, that would suck. I Don't get I, me wrong. The pelican catch one hundred. If it was cheaper, wouldn't be a bad kayak. Yeah. For the price they have it on, there's a lot of better options out there. But now, can it be the Pelican Catch 100 power? I guess. Then I would do that because it's already set up for a trolling motor and everything. And it's basically a little John boat because the thing is wider than trash. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, what What's that uh, pedal drive version they came out with? Pelican did. Yeah. Um, it's still the catch. It's the catch pedal drive. The thing is the most unstable piece of plastic on the water. I'm trying to. It reminds me of a uh, sun dolphin. Pelican. No, that's not it. Pelican getaway. That's not the one I'm thinking of. I've never heard of that one, so no, I don't. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Catch 130 high drive. That's what it is. The Catch 130. Is it a 13-footer? It probably is. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Um, I, I saw it I'm, at uh, Field and Stream one time. Yeah, let's talk about Field and Streams, man. They're closing all of them. It sucks. Yeah, that. I've never been a big fan of Field and Stream anyway. Like, their selection's not great. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not the best out there, but at least it's somewhere different because around us now we literally only have Cabela's. That's it. Cabela's is nice, though. It is nice, but it's the same stuff. And it's like all the stuff they they have at Bass Pro, but they don't have any of the cool stuff like they have at Bass Pro. Like Field yeah. of Stream at least had like a decent selection of Mega Bass. They had reels you don't really find anywhere else. Um, like they had Bantams at Field and Stream. They had... Crone arcs, they had all that stuff. I didn't know that. I've never seen them. Yep, they had Bantams. I bought a Bantam there. I bought a, uh, obviously, I bought a Vanford there. Every time I go to uh, uh, Cabela's, it's like they don't have any Shimano reels. It's like all the Johnny Morris poo and 
Abu and Luz and anything pure fishing is there because pure fishing like owns everyone now. Yeah. It's just poo poo. Yep. I don't know. I think I'm going to go with the kayak too, just because I don't know, dude. Dude, don't get me wrong. Wade fishing is cool. There are some days like I want to do it a little bit this year, especially once we start getting to a little bit like off season because we were supposed to go trout fishing last year and we didn't go. So I really want to go up north and go wade fish some trout. I think that would be dope. Yeah. Um, Every time we think about it, I always forget. Yeah. Well, me too. Cause we end up just saying, Hey, we're going to put our dry suits and go fish the river for six hours. Yeah. And then we don't, we don't go wade fishing, but don't get me wrong. Like wait, I know a lot of guys who do nothing but wade fish and they catch good fish, but dude, I just don't want to be, cause there's only certain parts of the river you can go to. And it's wade fishing for an hour a day. That means I can't bank fish at all either. I don't know. That just uh, sucks. <laughs> just sucks. Yeah. Poo poo katuchu. Not. I agree, me. man. But all right. Um, would you rather? Let's think. Would you rather use a ugly stick GX two ladies combo? For the rest of your life. You can throw whatever you want on it, but it's a medium. A GX2, it's literally this rod. Oh, do I have it down here? No, it's over there. No, it's not. I don't know where it's at. It's Stacy's rod. Oh, okay. Little push push button Zebco. Or would you rather throw... Oh, what is that brand? Um, oh, crap. This is going to... A proficiency... Oh my gosh. A proficiency like cam those camo combos <laughs> with like the camo bait caster on it that has like two ball bearings in it. So I, I follow a couple people on Instagram that are like pro staff for proficiency. Oh. And like they're like, Oh, this is the best reel ever. And I go to the website, it's like seventy five dollar reel. <laughs> and they they're like really like colored crazy and stuff. Like, well, some of those, so I've seen those because they like they have the super, the puzzle, colorful puzzle reel, which is, I think it's they do like a down center thing, which is really cool. But I I can't imagine those reels being very good. They're probably not. Like, I just at all, I just can't, I can't imagine. Now, don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to like come off sounding like an elitist. But after I've used, like, after I've used Shimano's and Zillions and like these higher end, J- jdm reels every time i pick up like a reel that isn't um like amazing i just i don't know i just uh it bugs me because you can hear the grind like they're not as smooth they cast fine yeah. but I, I don't know that's just me so what are you picking between the proficiency camo combo or the ugly stick gx2 ladies combo with a zebco push button i'm gonna go with the ugly stick just just because I can't stand camo pattern at all. I don't own anything camo. I don't like it. It's redneck. It's lame. <laughs> You're going to have to wear it this year when I take you duck hunting. You like don't have a choice. I don't know, dude. As long as it's not like... I don't know. I still like camo. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I'm picking the GL- GX2 as well. Because a it's an ugly stick, so when I'm not catching any fish because my Zebco can only cast 15 yards, I can hit a tree with it and not care. And it's a Zebco 33 on it. Even though the new ones aren't as good as the old ones, it's hard to screw those reels up. Yeah, they like should they make a they should make a BFS Zebco, <laughs> tiny like a Zebco 10. Be a, throw like a 16th ounce bait like 70 yards. Well, that's the thing with those Zebcos. Like, even if it's on a medium light rod, it doesn't like to throw light stuff. But if you put it on a medium heavy rod and put like a half ounce lure on it, that thing will go until it runs out of line. Yeah. It will just fly. It's insane. But, uh, oh, another. <laughs> Did you know Zebco made the Zebco Bullet, which is like a $120 Zebco reel? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's like a monster. It's got like 11 ball bearings in it, but it's still a spin cast reel. Huh. And it's huge. It is monstrous. And a lot of dudes are using it for like catfishing and stuff like that because it's so big. It's insane. 
Yeah, why is it that I can picture that? Like a cat fisherman walking to the river with the Zebco. I got my bucket of freaking creek chubs with me in my Zebco 33. Ready to go catch me a catfish for dinner. Oh, people are going to hate us and I don't care. Um, (laughs) Yeah, dude. I do too. I think I. I mean, if it was up to me, I, I wish we could make a poison for like didn't hurt small mouth, large mouth, or anything, but killed Asian carp and catfish. Yeah, dude, they're so nasty. Like they do that death roll, and then they get that slime all over your line. Oh, it's so it's gross. Your line, man, it gets your slime all over the boat. Ooh. It gets slime everywhere, and it's disgusting. And it feels like boogers. Yep, I literally, when I get them on my line, I will pull my line out of the water and just start shaking until it pops off or my line breaks. I don't even care at that point. Yeah. That's just nasty. Dude, it's, oh. it's just, I just, uh, there's not for me, all these cat fishermen out there. Good for you. I'm happy you're living the life, but, uh, just not for me. I, I could never see another one of the rest of my life and I'd be okay. <laughs> all right. What you got for me? Oh man. Crap. I don't even know. <laughs> would you rather use a Shimano reel? Yes. That's that's open. You can't use the brakes. You have to use in the open setting. Okay. Or a lose speed spool that doesn't have any knobs. Does it mean knobs? The Shimano like in the open handles. setting. Half my shim, sh- half my shim- Shimano is already in the open setting, so that would work fine. Are they me. really? Yeah. Um, the only ones that I don't have in the open setting are. Oh, let's see. My Metanium MGL likes to run away from me a little bit, so I'll, I won't open that one. Um, and then that's the only one that I can think of. Even my DCs are all in the open; like they're all on one. Um, I always like no, no breaking. I I always set mine on three. That's technically what you're supposed to do, but I don't know. Well, okay. In this one. So this, this, uh, uh, Corrado MGL or SLX MGL, I cannot put this in open for whatever reason. I don't know why. Uh, it's a shallow spool, so I shouldn't have an issue doing it because the spool is ginormous, but every time like it was in three, I cannot put this to one or open. I cannot do it. Huh. It it overruns me so quick. I just cannot stay up on it. I, I I just I don't get it. I don't understand when I can throw like my Bantam MGL. That's an open. Um, all that stuff's an open, but my SLX MGL, nope. It's got to be on two. Two is the lightest I can go and still stay on top of it. Yeah, it, it's funny you mentioned the Metanium MGL getting away from you. I was fishing with my bantam mgl this weekend with the chatterbait and i decided to switch because i was like this one's hurting my hand because the bantam is pretty heavy yeah so i switched to the metanium put the chatterbait on there and cast first cast it was just like right into the freaking tree i'm like dang i'm not used to this it's been a while since i've used it it just gets away from you so quick they cast um, a mile. I love that reel. It really though. does. Like, if you stay on top of that reel and actually, like, you, you have to have a lot of thumb control on it, but you can out. I've outcast almost everything. I've outcast everything, including my Terry's DCs and open. I can outcast that. Not by much, but I can. Um, obviously, I can outcast my Bantam MGO with it. Uh, it, dude, it just flies. It flies off the reel without even trying. Yeah. I love that reel though. It's so freaking, it's smooth. It's super light. Like when I first got the box in the mail, I picked it up and I was like, doesn't feel like there's anything in it. I really hope he didn't send me an empty box. (laughs) Dude, our boy YG would never do that to us. I know, but I was, I was shocked how light it was. Pretty crazy. Yeah, no, they're insane. Like even the Metanium DCs for being a DC and having that much in it is still a light reel. It's so, oh, they're so nice to throw because you can throw them all day and not worry about it. And then you pick up a Bantam and throw it six times. I want to chop your arm off. So I want to, I want to sell my Douglas seven foot four medium fast rod and replace it with a X matrix rod in the same length and action and put my, uh, Metanium MGL on it. 
Dude, that's going to be the lightest combo on Earth. Yes. I guarantee you it'd only be, it'd probably only be a couple ounces heavier than my BFS combo. That's crazy. Because the BFS combo, that Alder Baron's got a little, I mean, it's light because it's BFS real, obviously, but it's got a little bit of weight to it. So, if anybody wants to buy my Douglas rod, I'll give you a deal on it. Just message me or whatever. Or if you know anybody, Matt. Cam, if you're uh, listening, Cam, like you know you want this rod. Yeah, you do want it, Cam, because you keep talking about wanting to try Douglas rods. Here's the perfect opportunity to try a Douglas <laughs> rod. So I'll keep my go. other seven foot four rod, but I'm gonna get rid of my other. Yeah, I want the X version. Oh, and the seven four. Yeah. The one I have, the rod I have. Yeah. I'm gonna keep the uh I'm gonna keep the other seven four for like my jigs and stuff. Yeah. Well, I see. I'm throwing that 7.4. Well, I. Do I have that? I, I don't you have seven, a 7.4 medium thought. fast. I got a 7.6. Yeah. Um, no, that 7.6 is my LRS rod. That's a extra or a heavy fast. It's my swim bait rod. Oh, okay. Which Cam is actually getting. So actually, he'll have his little Douglas combo. Um, but yeah, when I got, I have a seven four medium heavy in the X Matrix, still a super light rod. And I remember when I got, it, I was like, dude, because it's my jig rod. I was like, I'm afraid to throw jigs on this. I feel like I'm gonna break it, dude. That thing is a workhorse. Yeah, it just, ah, oh, dude, it has such great bend. You can, I can slam fish on it, and not care. It's great. I so every time I somebody asks me about Douglas, I'm like, LRS rod, man, those things are durable, and they're still light, lightweight. To where mm-hmm. you're still getting good sensitivity out of it, but like I almost suggest that to people just because I know the X Matrix is super sensitive, but they're definitely more fragile. They're definitely more fragile, but it's mostly just the tip. Like the actual body yeah. and the guides of the rods are fine. It's just the yeah. tip is super fragile, which makes sense because it's a all all the X Matrix rods, every single one of them are ridiculously sensitive. Yeah, it's just for, you know, just how it is. So if you don't bash the tip like someone who hosts a podcast with me bashes <laughs> the tips of his rods into everything he can find, you'll be fine because I've never it's broke stupid. one, period. It, it's always the stupidest ways too. like like that one day we were pulling our boats behind us and it just bumped into my leg. Dude, or that one day that you were going down the river and it got stuck on a piece of grass and broke. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. dude. <laughs> Oh man. And it's just you. Cause I've done some like sketchy stuff with my, like my rods have hit the back of my truck bed. They've hit rock walls and I go up on them and they're fine. Nothing ever yeah. happens to them. Yeah. Your rods hit a blade of grass and they just disintegrate. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. I have bad yeah. luck with rods, but I haven't broken one yet this year. So, well, I don't have any wood down here, but fingers crossed. Knock on my head. It's made of wood. I, I do have some wood cause I have this gorgeous dark horse quarterly box still. There you go. That's made of wood. You haven't talked about yeah. that yet. You want to talk about it? Sure. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I, had, I was literally, I looked at it. And I was like, oh, crap. I forgot to do this at the beginning of the show. So this is the Dark Horse quarterly box. This replaced the Champ box from Dark Horse. So it came, this box is awesome. I was kind of involved a little bit in the design of it. Not a ton. Mostly just saying, yeah, that looks cool, man. Um <laughs> But it's got this cool graphic on the front. This is a high-quality wood box. It's got, like, burlap straps as the... Or not burlap straps. Actual cut-in um, pieces of wood that come up with the lid attached. Yeah. Which is cool, because I'm going to use this literally after I get the baits out of here. I'm just going to use this on for, like, stuff. I'm probably going to put it in my office and use it for, like, stuff I need to work. Which put is cigars really in good. There. Definitely, because my wife wouldn't <laughs> hate me if I smoke cigars. Um so it has down here, like I got the 11th box of 15. These are uh, kind of first come, first serve, and they only do uh, the first run, they only did 15. I think the second run, they're only going to do 20. So it's first come, first serve to grab them. And it's whoa, 150. No, give me a second. I got to double check. I got to remember. Yeah, I don't what remember. I paid for it. Nope. I'm kind of pumped to see what you have in it. Dude, the baits are sick. 
especially this little swim bait. Like I love this thing. So it's 155 for the dark horse uh, quarterly box, but the amount of baits that you're getting in this, like I only like I'm getting, I got three baits in it, but the, the amount like it was, it ended up being $190 worth of baits. So first up, I'll just get all three of them out of here. Any, so first any brands we, that I'm familiar with? Uh, Hell Creek Outdoor. We've got some stuff from them before. Um, but other than that, no. So this is from Dynasty Fishing Lures. This is the Big Eye Smalley glide bait. And it's a smaller glide bait. Brad, you'd probably love to throw this. Smaller huh. glide bait. It's like a gizzard shad kind of? It's like a gizzard shad, but it's like the perfect size, especially for the river. I feel like this will do some work. I'm going to tie it on and take it with me next time we go out. What's um, that tail made out of? So the tail's made out of, it's like a rubber insert. So it's going to have a ton of like moving action, especially with any type of current. But it's going to be stiff and sturdy enough to really give you that big kind of S that you're going to get. Uh, oh. super sticky hooks. When I, I remember when I opened this, my wife actually opened it and she stuck herself. And I said, Hey, welcome to my life. We're <laughs> definitely married because I get stuck every time I touch a bait. Uh, but the paint job on this is, Oh Lord, I almost is immaculate. Let's see if I can get the camera to not suck. <laughs> it's still sucking, but it's got this purple top layer too, or this blue top. And then it goes into purple. It's got a bunch of dots on it. Um, it's it's awesome. Like the quality in this is insane. It's a fantastic little glide bait. So that's from Dynasty Fishing Lures. Got a sticker that'll go on the rod box. Um, I'm going to save the best for last, in my opinion. So this next one, this is from Hell Creek, which again, me and Brad, we've got them in the Weekend Warrior boxes. And this is an interesting lure. We, I talked about this on the last show. I kind of pulled it out. Um, but this is the Dingbat 5500. So oh yeah, it's kind of like a yeah, it's kind of like a frog. It's got a frog rear and it kind of looks like it. It's a wake bait, so you have this metal lip at the front. And this bait, this guy over engineers everything he's ever done. Um, I've seen some other stuff he has, but he actually has. Hopefully, the camera can pick this up. The treble hooks are built in to the actual oh, yeah. bait, like the That's the cool. the holders. So you have a treble hook on the bottom right there and then on the back you have a single like a octopus hook it's, it's like a jdm thing it really is man it, it, it kind of reminds me of it but this thing's gonna push so much water so you like i said you have an octopus hook on the rear for the short strike fish fish which a lot of people get when they're frogging but this is i'm excited to throw this especially for top water I, I just feel like this is even on the river this is gonna hammer um i threw it a little bit man and it just jips back and forth i love it this thing's sick yeah, it looks interesting. And it's definitely, it's different, which is what's cool. Um, but yeah, so that's the quote unquote vintage crankbait. So we got that. And then we have the crew de Gras that people buy this dude out immediately when he makes new ones. Let's see if I can get it out because the treble hook went through the bag and I already know I'm probably going to stick myself. So that's when you get your shears and you say goodbye bag. Yeah, some of those bags, man, those those hooks just right into them trying to get them out. Oh, it's just immediately over. So, yeah. But that's why you just, you know, you make a new hole in the bag and you call it a day. So I'm super pumped for this. Um, all the Smalley Games guys are also going to be pumped for this. My boy Nick Necrelli is going to be pumped for this. So this is the top banana lure Surefoot Light two-piece wake rat. Oh, that's cool. That's a big rat, man. And it's got this really cool paint job when it's in the dark. It's kind of more subtle. And the second light hits it, it just brightens up. I think that's so one of the uh, lures they gave away for one, the golden ticket. It was. It was the first uh, first month golden ticket. You got a, a, a Sugarfoot light. And, I mean, big old bill put in there. Quality of craftsmanship is fantastic. And, you know, it comes with this plus a backup tail which is cool. A lot of your rat baits and stuff won't come with that backup tail. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited to throw this and all, like I said, all my smallie games guys, they definitely would be interested in this because you have to, you know, catch a fish on a rat. Yeah. But it's just so cool. And I'm pumped to see what hits this. Cause I feel like a big old mother is going to hit this one. Man, that'd be so cool high... to see. It would be, man. It's just the same as like a top water bite or a, uh, swim bait bite but super high quality hooks on it like i said built in built in bill the rear end kind of has a, a 
you're getting that clacking sound, which yeah. is great for attracting the fish. And that rear end likes to really move and kind of move around. So it's got to get a lot of action on top, which is going to be sick. So I'm pumped to throw that, uh, especially coming into summer when we go on early morning floats and stuff. I think that'll get slammed. And then I'm pumped to throw the vintage crankbait because this thing's sick too. You ever see like a, a mouse or a rat swimming on the river? Yeah, I did last year on uh, the on uh, the GC, as I would call it. Yeah, I, I've seen it. I've seen it a couple times, and I'm just like, "What the heck is that?" And then I see it get on top of the rock and just start running. I'm like, dude, oh, I saw cool. a mouse. I saw a mouse on the river last year, and then I watched a smallmouth. It wasn't a big mouse, and it wasn't a huge smallmouth, but it was like probably 15 inches. Came up and just obliterated that thing, and it was gone. Oh, jeez. Like, it was, like, it, it. I've never been a rat thrower, and this was, like, end of season. It was right in November, that last big float we went on. Yeah. And I was looking over there, and I was like, what is in the water? Because I thought, hey, I was like, dude, this is a moccasin or something. I'm about, It's going to turn around, swim toward me, and I'm going to freak out. And, yeah, I saw it, and I got closer. I was like, oh, that's a little mouse. And then I just saw, and it was gone. And I was like, oh, God. Hey, good thing we got motors now so we can get away from water snakes. Yeah, dude, I don't mess with snakes at all, especially on the river. Mm-mm, ain't for me. Ain't about that life. Nope. Like, our our good friend Jimmy will uh, go out and fish with alligators and snakes, tons of snakes that they're all over the place, and you just go right by them. Uh-uh. Nope, not for me, man. You have fun being stupid because <laughs> I'm not about that life. <laughs> yeah. Same. But. But yeah, that's the quarterly box, guys. Definitely. I mean, that's especially if you're wanting to build up, you know, the weekender box or weekend warrior box is great for building up your tackle storage. Brad has definitely talked about because he wasn't a big tackle guy. And with these boxes, he's filled up more than enough and he keeps getting stuff where he's having to backstock it. If you're into that, the game where you get big swim baits and you get big rats and you get like customs and stuff like that and you're looking for the next greatest thing. Go jump on this quarterly box. It's once a once a quarter. That's why they call it the quarterly box. Once every three months, one fifty five, and it comes with you know three baits. At least this one did. Came with three baits that you're a going to be either hard to get because they're customs and guys will buy them out the minute they come out, or there's stuff that you don't know about and it's great quality. So yeah. you can really build up that that higher end lure selection really quick. So quarterly, it's every. What do you get one every three months? Yeah. So yep, with the quarterly. 150 divided by three, it's fifty dollars a month. Yeah, fifty bucks a month for I mean with that one. Way. Yeah, I mean with that one it was 165, I believe, $165 worth of baits. So you're getting more than what you're paying for anyway. And it's fifty bucks a month. I when it, I'm not saying this is for everybody, obviously. But it's it's something if you want to build up your higher end collection or your your bigger swim baits, your bigger baits. It's definitely something to get on. I mean, for yeah. sure. If I was into the bigger baits, I'd probably do it. But yeah, yeah, we still got to get you. Once you get a swim bait fish, you'll be on the bigger baits. We just got to get you to just, it. I should just get that River City thing and just throw it until I catch one. I mean, I've got one you can use. I'll let you borrow it, put it on your rod, and you can just throw it until you catch a fish. We'll try it this weekend. I'm down. I'm, as long I'm as it's not putting, muddy. It probably will be because it's our river, but I'm throwing that this weekend, the trace. Nice. So especially in that, that area we're going to go, it can sometimes have a little bit faster water, and I don't really want to stand up with my motor going. I mean, I've done it, but I don't really like to do it. So I'm going to throw that to where I can just slow retrieve it back, call it a day. Yeah. So, but, all right, I don't have anything else. You got anything, Brad? Nope. Man, uh, like, yeah, I know, me too. It's been a long day. Work kick my butt but like i said at the beginning of the episode it's kind of just a chill episode we just want to kind of chill out definitely not just skip a week because a lot of creators you know you'll listen to them they'll be like oh yeah we're taking the next week off to recharge which is fine but there's no point in doing that because we'll just find something to talk about so uh be paying attention coming down the pipe we got some good stuff coming out uh we have a company who reached out to brad and i which is a fairly I mean, most people know it in the motorsport side of it. I don't think a lot of people know it in the fishing side of it. So excited to have them on once they're they're sending us some stuff to try out and see what we like. So um, excited for that. And then uh, we're slowly creeping to ICAST again. 
We're man, getting that's there. It's crazy. coming up quick. I know, man. It seems like yesterday we were talking about the Hell Riser and all that stuff. Yeah. Dude, it's it's right on. We're getting the first peaks of the RVR, and now I've been in it for Oop. three months. Bonafide's supposed to be coming out with something I heard. <laughs> Maybe. That's cool. I'm pumped. Maybe. Yeah. So, but thanks again. Thanks for listening all the way in. If you're here for all the uh, hijinks and remember we asked like six questions, go in the comments, find the one you like the most and tell us, would you rather? It's really easy. Let us know. All right. Yeah. See you guys later. Peace. Peace.